So if the Metro bus or train runs through your area, you're part of the DMV. That's a simple definition. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't get any more simple than that. <laughs> Wait, so where in the East Coast are you? I'm in Virginia. Virginia, okay. I used to I used to live in upstate New York, so I don't know if it got as cold in Virginia as, as upstate New York, but I don't miss it at all. Yeah, around these times, it does really get cold. I mean, not nah, it gets cold, but not not the way it used to. Like, well, like seven, eight years ago, like there there was one time in school it was snowed out for two weeks. Like it was crazy. But, Wait, so uh, it was like now, two weeks they sent you guys home? Like two weeks straight, we would stay at home, yeah. Wow. Actually, um, I think it was either two or three years ago. So no one was expecting snow at all for the winter. January came, bro. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but I-95 was shut down. My dad was actually uh, on his way back from a... Because um, they, they have their own business. It's a non-medical transportation business. My oh. dad was on his way back. He was supposed to be back. Uh, at around like I think it was like 12 12 uh 12 p.m so like midday and dude ended up getting back at like what, like six seven something and he was lucky some people was trapped for like two days straight but on the um, freeway yeah oh shit yeah on the highway, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy oh my god yeah it was insane the funny thing is like right when he got like back home like to our neighborhood the turn right to get the street to get to our, to our house his car got stuck, so we had to spend one more hour like digging out the snow to get the car. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, it's crazy. Yeah, when I was living in New York, uh, we'd get dumps of snow. Not as bad as like Buffalo, New York, or something, but it was yeah. enough that to spend at least two, maybe three hours digging out your car if you let it sit there over over a few days. Right. And uh, yeah. that's the worst. I don't miss that at all, man. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks, bro. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know the funny thing is was like uh, uh i grew up in california <laughs> and then i ended up moving to new york like in my early 20s for a job and it was the first time i ever saw snow and yeah when you first see snow it's cool it's just like oh wow this is great this is just like frozen rain this is kind of nice and then you can play <laughs> with it whatever <laughs> and then you gotta drive in it and then you gotta like dig yeah. your car and then i swear like I had moved to New York. I started my job there. That brought me out there. Bought my car there too. And literally like two days later, there was a snowstorm. Uh, they sent everyone home early from work and I ended up getting that car, crashing that car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. <That's> <laughs> yeah, so me and the snow don't have a good relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Since you have like uh, some issues being in the winter, do you imagine yourself being in the East Coast long term or? Uh, honestly, no, okay. to be honest. <laughs> I'm <laughs> really not long term, probably for a few more years, but mm -hmm. I, I'm probably going to move somewhere else, to be honest. Any places calling your name? I'm honestly thinking I'm kind of messing with Texas, if I'm being honest. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a broad aspect. <laughs> but it is. I, I do really mess with San Antonio. I, got, I know a lot of family down there, too. So. Oh, yeah. My brother actually lives in San Antonio. He he actually just started uh, a non-emergency medical transportation company there. Crazy. No way. Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah. And he's doing it out there. And uh, 
since he moved down there like about a year ago doing this stuff with a with a buddy of his i figured i'd give texas yeah. a shot too so like now i live in austin um i think oh, that's okay. more my vibe yeah yeah, yeah there, there's okay, definitely some pros yeah yeah, yeah yeah for sure there's there's definitely some pros of texas but then there's also some cons that you wouldn't expect like as far as people down here are really free and that comes that's a good thing and a bad thing it's good because no one's going to tell you anything you could basically do whatever you want basically but on the other hand like that also means people will do anything they want and so yeah. like driving on the roads yeah, 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 dude. My experience, my is mostly on like driving around, just seeing how people. Yeah. Rules are just suggestions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they do what they yeah. want, man. It's wild. Yeah, got that right, man. And I yeah. heard the roads are like are really boring. Like you can actually fall asleep just because of how straight and just flat the roads are. Yeah, they are. They are, and. I don't know. It depends on which parts of Texas you're in, but sometimes the roads can be really rough, which makes sense why a lot of people have like these pickup trucks with like that are lifted so they can just like uh, drive over those bumps and everything. So yeah. that's smart. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking if I go down, that'll be dangerous. Man, I'm going to need me a Tesla or something because mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> messing around and, and find a turn. I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and, and yeah, people are also reckless on the road. So even if you're like trying to like keep distance, everyone's just gonna get up all in your business and everything. So, oh it's man, really bro, dangerous. Have, you been, have you been driving in Nova before? In where? Nova, Northern Virginia. No, no, I haven't. We got some of the worst drivers I think known to mankind, bro. Like it's For actually real? insane, dog. Like there's a, you know how like there's like the crazy drivers, but they're safe. Like they're good. like California drivers, for example. Okay. Like they drive reckless as hell but at least they they know how to get around they safe with it like they yeah. can nova drivers they they drive like they have no sense of 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 safety or or care for anything and <laughs> it's it's actually insane like the type of accidents that we that i've seen and gone into myself for example mm-hmm. even back when i was in elementary school we were in the school bus bro this is this is an example of an nova driver so this um there's this white woman driving a, I think it was a Hyundai Sonata. She backs up into our school bus. We was at a stop. It's, it wasn't a stop light, but it was a stop and you could turn onto the road. There's a stop sign. She backs into the school bus. I don't know how she put the car in reverse, but she backed into the bus after the bus driver honked repetitively. She got out of the car. She opened her trunk, took out some shopping bags. She's in like five inch heels, bro, and starts running down the sidewalk, bro. What? I kid you not. Wait, I was in she left yes. her car? Yes. She literally ran out. She ran away from her car, holding shopping bags, and was running down the road. I used to go to a school called Keenville Elementary, bro. She literally, it was insane. I don't remember what grade. I think I was in third grade, fourth grade or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that must have been a stolen car. You just leave the <laughs> car. <'cause... laughs> she ended up coming back. Ended up coming back because the cops came, and then she, I don't know what happened to her. But shoot, maybe what? <laughs> <laughs> maybe there was an appointment yeah. she had to keep, and she's like, "You know what? I really don't want to oh, deal man. with the school bus and some cops." <laughs> oh my god! Look, man. <laughs> Yo, I've really never seen anything like it. And the way they run red lights is is insane. Like some people will really? run the red light, and yeah, they'll run red light with the cars oncoming. Like 
it wouldn't even the light is red. The light is red for like you you're not even approaching the light and it's turning red. It's been red. And they will mm-hmm. just go straight through the light. I've seen that happen Damn. quite a few times in Nova. Yeah. What else I've seen? That sounds like St. Louis to me. I spent some time in St. Louis this summer. And uh, yeah, that sound. I had that happen to me too. <laughs> like, I was just driving and it, I don't know why this guy was driving so erratically, but clearly it was a red light for him. It was a green light for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going cross traffic and he's going perpendicular to that. For whatever reason, they just turn into the direction that I'm going. Like literally, like, you know, like how the cars can be head on. And sure. they just, I don't know. It, it looked like they were trying to get away from something. Cause it, they, they were like drifting through the intersection, and then I had to like <laughs> stop the car and swerve out of the way, and then they just kept going. The shitty thing is, like, I like motorcycles, but there's no way I could like I wouldn't trust the people in Texas. I wouldn't trust the people in St. Louis, and apparently Virginia. I should probably not ride a yeah, motorcycle no. there either. <laughs> That's crazy. At least not a Nova. Yeah, not a Nova. Wait, so so how far is that from like Washington D.C. Nova? It's, it, it borders yeah. DC. Oh, okay. So you I know about it. like the you know about like the DMV. Yeah. Like DC, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah. So basically, the DMV. And I'm gonna say this and explain it for everybody so that people officially understand. Because a lot of people got this definition messed up, Perfect. and they'll either live deep in Virginia and say they're part of the DMV, or deep in Maryland and say, no, you're not. The DMV is anywhere that the metro runs through. So if the metro okay. bus or train runs through your area, or the metro bus, yeah. They're part of the DMV. So that's a simple definition. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> can't get any more simple than that. <laughs> yeah. So okay. yeah. I was born at Fairfax Hospital. Fairfax is in Nova. That's the DMV. Mm-hmm. So we moved right now I live in the uh Stafford Fredericksburg area. So I'm out of the DMV right now. I'm not part of it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in Virginia. Wait, but like if you're like making music, do you, can you still call it out or you're because you're from there? You can still shout yeah. out DMV. Exactly. Right. Oh, okay. I was, and I, I grew up there too. So I grew up there. I would say about half my life at this point, because I've been out for a minute, been in and out. Yeah. So that's like, so DZ borders Nova and then the bottom part of Maryland. So like Silver Spring or there's so many places, man. Uh, Lord, uh, I'm not going to say that because I'm going to mess it up and I'm going to get bashed. <laughs> Anybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I always see people shout out DMV, DMV. It, it, it has some street cred, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, it definitely do. And I would say that the way, like, social media is, like, made everything, now everything is, like, a trend. So now you'll see a lot of people want to, like, claim that as, like, a trend. Like, oh, I'm from the DMV, if it means something. So I would say that now, like, the way social media has lost it, like, how, like, what they would consider you to be if you say you're from the DMV then is a bit more different than what I'd say now. But yeah, it definitely does have street grass. Same with like Baltimore. I like, you know, no. people were trying to, some people was trying to claim that. Same with New York too, how you'll have a lot of people trying to claim that and like not even be from there. So. Is there an easy way to, because t- I feel like because it has some cred, people are claiming it, like as you mentioned, probably when they shouldn't be because they're not on the Metro line. So is there an easy way to tell if someone's really about that, if they're really from there or if they're just fronting for social media? Well. Also, like, there's also different there's different parts to it because the DMV is just a whole area. So I ain't gonna lie, most of it, I would say, yeah, most of it is like rich folk. Most of the DMV is rich folk. So mm-hmm. if you say you're from the DMV, like, cool, you're from the DMV, but it also depends 
on like which part of the DMV you from. Uh, okay. But there definitely is a lot of like hoods and shit out in the DMV for sure. So is it appropriate to say that you are a DMV rapper? Yeah, that'd be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a rapper, a rapper from the DMV to say. Because I, I did check out your music. I, I, I really liked a sad Christmas, and I think it's appropriate for the time, the time of year. So, thank you, bro. Yeah, that one definitely. That one, I will say. I didn't even know if I wanted to put. I struggled with putting that one out. Okay. Because I, I honestly didn't know how that would go, especially with people close to me, mm-hmm. how they would see it. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so <laughs> I dropped that. I I do plan on leaving that one on there, but I do think I'm gonna I'm thinking of definitely getting rid of my first one, the first single that I dropped, and yeah. then maybe the comeback. I might take that one off too. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh making music, specifically instrumentals and stuff. And I feel you on the like cause when I started like over a year ago, just messing around with like the DAW and making stuff. I thought it was fire. I thought it was fire. But then, like, a year later, the stuff I'm making now, I'm just like, ugh, that was so bad. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> <now. laughs> I don't know. I think that's just, like, the journey when you're going through that creative process, especially, like, when you're, if it's, like, heartfelt or, like, uh, something deeper and you share it with the world, it's like, man, it's just, oh, man. I don't know. I wish more people put themselves out there like that. Cause then they would understand and maybe they'd be less like judgy because it's so easy to give opinions about this kind of stuff you know like yeah it's man. like oh that sucks all oh, this but it's like all right try it yourself see see what you could put out there yourself and then before you start judging other people that's how i feel <laughs> man you're right bro that's a fact like yeah. a lot of people always quit to try and you know correct what you write and, and try and put given their opinion but your music is your music at the end of the day i feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people now like when they make music, they try to make it for the audience, and it's not really mm. like some of a lot of them not even proud of their work that they put out. But since other people like it, they put it out. But I know mm. I feel like if you truly like making music and truly have a passion for art, then you should be releasing what you like and not you know what other people prefer. I don't know. I guess now modern music is all like, can it go viral on TikTok real quick before yeah, you get bro. the deals and everything? <laughs> it's ruined it, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah. It really has. Like, no, but you know what's the crazy thing? Even mainstream artists like Cardi B and stuff, now they're using TikTok to promote their music. They literally incentivize people. Like, because cause I do all this. I'm not just on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, too. And I've grown a pretty decent following there as well. So I get access to, like, all these programs to, like, promote stuff and whatever. And Cardi B also promotes her music and gives incentives for creators to like st- make dance videos and stuff. And I was just like, wow, yeah. the whole industry has just broken because of this, this app here. Yeah, man. And not even just that it's really, it's really like the money, bro. Like I feel like, and a lot of like rappers and a lot of artists and people have talked about it and you can really see how put a lot of, put a lot of money in front of a nigga, put a lot of money for somebody, especially someone who didn't grow up with much and see what they'll do for it, man. And that's really what you get. You get a lot of people who sign it. They sign in a way this and that, you know, for money. And then, you know, they're they're doing all these things so that they can get views because views mean money. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it, it all starts going downhill from there. So one thing that I've I'm at least learning in life is 
and seeing is how money is, you know, down, downplay humanity. Yeah. Yeah. It cheapens, especially when it comes to artistic stuff like music and any creative work. As soon as like money gets involved for whatever reason, like the soul gets taken out of it and then obviously transforms, especially with like this whole TikTok thing. But I don't know, like I've been making content for like about a little over two years now. And I think I'm starting to understand that, yes, most things require that, you know, you like mold it for the audience and like feed their egos and what they want to hear and all that. But then I'm also noticing that there's an opportunity to make something that is that's compelling, that taps into people, at least some sort of like connection that they have with it, that they feel like sharing it with others. And when they do that, then it's it's like you're beyond the algorithm. It's your audience is pushing you forward. And um, it's hard to get to. And your stuff has to be really good right. and it has to speak. And that's where I think just authenticity comes in. But it's also a lot of work because right. everyone wants the shortcuts of like paying for streams and feeding yeah. people what they want to hear. Right. Yeah, man. Totally right on that. But yeah, I feel like, you know, as time goes on, those who, you know, really are passionate about it get exposed and those who aren't also get exposed yeah yeah like uh the truth will inevitably come out at least i hope so right <laughs> i don't, I don't right. know <laughs> i just have faith <laughs> i have faith that that's what's gonna happen but who knows i don't know maybe they're doing it for a reason maybe they know something we don't that yeah it doesn't right. matter that you're putting soul into your work it's does it have commercial viability can you sell it to people right and then it's just like, ah, if this is the game, I don't know if I want to yeah. play it. Uh. <laughs> exactly, man. And, you know, it takes away, I say money, uh, currency takes away authenticity, man. So yeah, what I, what I really want to do, though, is I want to be a self-made artist. If there, if there was literally, if there was any two labels I'd be signed to, if anything, it would be Dreamville or PG Link if I were to sign to any label. And that's it. Like. Other than that, I, I, I would be a self-made artist. I want to put out my own stuff, promote my own music, get out there myself. I don't want to be signed to anything where I have to do this, that, and the third. Or, you know, you have someone telling me, no, you can't put this song out because either it's about the truth, about, you know, how how um these uh, how the music industry really is, you know, or it's about, you know, it has to be about shooting, shooting niggas or, you know, um, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't no snitch or this on the third, which, yes, there are certain things that, there are certain things that niggas abide to, you know, there's certain, um, how do I put this? There's certain rules and certain codes, but the thing with the music industry is that they're trying to promote, promote certain things to keep us at a low level. Mm -hmm. And that's, and the way they do that is with money. They'll just throw money in your face and you sign something so that it can control what you put out. And then it just yeah. keeps us at this level, man. It keeps yeah. us at the same level we've been. Yeah, I'm hoping there is a way to like overcome this stuff. I'm hoping the internet could be that way. Like, especially, you know, with the TikTok thing and, you know, just giving people the sound bites, making your music so that it can be danced to or whatever. Yeah, that's definitely a downside. But I think the, the upside of this could be like for that independent artist who could just put it out there. Assuming there aren't like you can find people who really resonate with the message. And then if you can do that, then you can really make your own way, which I hope more people yeah, can man. do. Yeah, man. That's a fact. It's the day we overlook currency, bro. 
I mean, that's yeah. destroying. That's destroying nations. That's destroying governments. I mean, destroying people everywhere. Yeah. And you see it everywhere, bro. Actually, yeah. even with my family's home country, you see it. Oh, where's your where's your family from? Cameroon. Cameroon. Okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, my family's from Eritrea. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is that that's quite the story of how how they came about? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been back there? Sadly not, man. They're going yeah. through a civil war right now, and it's funny because nobody knows it's about it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's called the. Uh, if you watch, you know, find out more about it. Check it out. It's called the Amazon Crisis or the Amazonian Crisis, and basically, okay. La Republic, which is the Kenyan government, has basically been really terrorizing the Anglophone people or the Amazonians for all this time. And they're oppressing them, basically, to the point where militaries mm-hmm. are going into villages and, like, shooting people and killing them, you know? For real? Family, friends. Yeah, man. Dude. Yeah. It's real, bro. We even, uh, the, the Anglophone people have an ADF called the uh, Amber Boys. Amber Boys, that's what we call them. Uh, and they're basically, like, our militia. ADF stands for Arms Defense Forces. They basically are, like, for the Anglophone people uh, to protect them. But then you have the Cameroonian government who can also so switch the picture and control the picture and make it look like they're actually, the ADF are terrorists. So that's mm-hmm. a picture being portrayed in the world. And don't get it twisted. The, the, the U.S. government, the other governments, the U.N. and all of them, they know what's happening. I'm sure they see videos and whatnot because I even have my phone for some pretty graphic videos that I have never shared and i <laughs> I don't really feel I'll share it anytime soon, but it's real, man. I mean, they're going to killing these people. No one hears about it because people get paid money. These governments are being given money by the French, you know, the UK and whatnot. And they take it, and even though it's little money to the bigger governments, it's a lot to these African governments because the world is run, the you know, the the economy is run by, you know, the U.S. dollar and all these other big, big um, governments. So when they get money like that, they use it on other things. Shouldn't money shouldn't be used on. That's what happens. And it destroys, you know, the African people. It turns us against it tra- turns the African people against each other. And that's the same thing you see in the U.S. and America, where black people even turn on each other with gangs and all this and all these different rap groups and all that. You see all that happening because it starts with people being signed to a label and then all of a sudden they're making music this and this that and the third and uh you end up with that man damn yeah no one's talking about this it's crazy it's just how is it gonna really get out there how are people gonna find out and yeah. expose the truth you know i don't know i have a theory that the world can only handle one conflict at a time um and typically it's the ones that i think as you mentioned like involve a lot of money it was Ukraine and Russia. Now it's Palestine yep. and Israel. And then yep. we'll see what they move on to next. But Right. This is, and the thing oh is, God. it's funny because this isn't just happening in Cameroon. It's happening in Ghana. I'm pretty sure it's happening in Kenya. I'm pretty sure it's happening in... Um, well, it's been happening in Nigeria, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And just all these other places. Like there's, It's just corruption. There's so much corruption by the government. But it's not being talked about because if... The United States, or if the UN does stuff about this, they're losing money, and mm. it's potent- They could potentially be giving Africa the power to be able to fight back 
which really they could do if they decided to join forces with Africa. I truly do believe it. Africa decide to, if a lot of African countries or nations decided to join forces and become one, they could definitely overtake the uh, uh, first world or whatever it is economy. And maybe that might happen some point in the future, who knows? But I truly do believe that. It's crazy how because of that, because of um, what you call it, them sending in the money and all that, and because of them turning on each other, you see nothing gets done. And these big governments still have the power to to control everything that you see. If you really think, if people really think that what they see, they they aren't being controlled by it, then they're really bond, to be honest. And that's why I think a lot of people mean by like the matrix or whatever you want to call it. It's a fact that we go on social media and all of this. Your feed is everything that you're being put in a loop, basically, where you're just seeing the same stuff that you like all the time. I've seen it. Now, I even see it on my feed. And my sister was actually just talking to me about this on how about how all the negative stuff on my feed that i've seen from like relationships and like overthinking and all that because i'm a overthinker and i've dealt with depression and still do, do do with depression and all that stuff so i see that on my feed like that's most of my feed to be honest that's most of my instagram feed mm-hmm. and so you keep being put in this loop you're not really getting any new information any news on certain things if you're not that type of person to look at news and stuff and most of these people aren't so people aren't really getting information about what's really going on in the real world so because of that nothing really gets done nobody talks about anything you see all these protests but but nobody really gives a damn anymore because it's been downplayed and that's a whole nother thing for social media how people can use social media to downplay everything and that's why nothing gets done and so i don't know how much longer it's gonna be like this but like i follow a lot of like software and technology circles um i do software myself and you know when i see people talk about these algorithms and like oh these are great they give you exactly what you want and it it, you know when you're making content especially like a lot of youtubers when they give advice on how to make content it's like just give people what they want the audience is the audience blah blah blah. and i'm just thinking like it's easy to feed people their vices it's easy to feed into the negativity that we all are naturally inclined to go towards um but to to elevate someone to educate to inform them about something that they otherwise would not if they were just scrolling on their own stumble on is i think a valuable thing and the fact that these these algorithms pretend to think that they know us because they feed us things that turn out to be bad for us in the long term, I think is just foolish, a foolish assumption that a lot of these people make. And so I'm trying my best to just put stuff out there and ruffle some feathers as, I, as best as I can with some informative stuff sprinkled in there every now and then. Like, and uh, fighting the, the system at least one video at a time and see if, if we can shake shit up a little bit. That'd be great. Not for real. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because it's crazy. Yeah. Actually, when there was really progression starting to happen, at least in America and Africa, but what happened was, like we're saying about how so, it's so easy to feed into negativity and it's so easy to, you know, have haters and stuff and people that hate on social media those that's really where you get that downplay where someone pe- will hit on something or a group of people will hit on something and you'll tend to see those comments liked more when you go on a lot of posts you'll see like the negative comments or the comments that are against the post or something typically end up being liked more and people tend to feed into that because of the fact that people just feed into negativity and hate so fast and easily so it's able to downplay something so quick so what happened with africa africans were 
the more that news was starting to get out and, you know, the whole thing with Boko Haram and even all of that, and when that was starting to get out there, then you see all of a sudden the Africans are being seen as, um, you know, dirty, stinky Africans and, you know, like all African booty scratches and whatnot. So you started to get that a lot on social media. And now what you're seeing is that now, or at least before what was trending was, you know, Africa all of a sudden became a trend on social media. So we went from people not even caring about Africa or at least, you know, people, Africans were seen as poor. They were seen as people who needed food and water and all of that when that's really not even the case. And the reason why you see that is because they'll go and they'll show villages and stuff and literally confused as Africans wondering why, what the fuck a camera's doing in the village. And they'll show those, you know, those parts of Africa while you'll have people who have money and governments and power who are really controlling all of that with the money and putting the money in other places and in certain parts and negating the other people, the poor communities and whatnot. You'll see that they start showing that side of Africa to everybody. So then it's downplayed in the U.S. And nobody really cares about the Africans because of how we look. But when we became a trend on how Africans, uh, we look so good, you know, Africans this and the earth. Now you don't see what's really going on in Africa, which is war. A whole mm. lot of fucking wars going on in Africa, and nobody knows about it. That's crazy. Yeah, bro, you get yeah. nothing real with, with with social media sometimes. Like I have some people, even some people who have been supportive of what I've been doing online, who are really into this whole Palestine Israel stuff, right? And I, I tried to explain. I even have one of my older videos where I was explaining, like, look, like this is something that's been going on for a long time. And Man. you're going to see a lot of propaganda <laughs> like there's going to they're making people choose sides here. There's bigger games being played. And so yeah. I, my advice was just to stay out of it if you can, because like, <laughs> <laughs> but knowing all this now, especially with Africa, I might have to make another video where I'm like, oh, you guys really care about uh, genocide and death and war, huh? All right, let's talk about it. Here's Africa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah. dude the hypocrisy of people no nah, really it's actually crazy yeah. it's insane and and the u.s is literally sending like 150 million dollars in tanks to israel after they went yeah. into the mecca and the israelite soldiers like that's insane to me like you went into a sacred holy place like that is a whole nother level of disrespect man mm. like forget what religion you are like, because me personally, I'm a Christian and mm -hmm. not like your average American Christians. I actually don't like the typical American Christian. And that maybe I can get into later or a whole nother time. Mm -hmm. But definitely a whole nother level when you go in and, and disrespect, not only disrespect the sacred holy place, but bomb it, man, and shoot it and whatever else they did. That's crazy. But yes, we'll send tanks and, and money to, to Israel. Yeah, what blows my mind is like, like people don't realize that this is just the same thing that just keeps happening. Dude, I've literally said it so many times how literally school is also kind of bullshit because they teach us the history. Like we learn history so that we don't, because history repeats itself and so that it doesn't happen. But then you look at like government and today's society and it's like, bro, it's like the same shit. It is. It really is, dude. <laughs> it's like, this was just a waste of time. We could have skipped history class if we we're just going to do this all over again. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? The only thing uh -huh. is it just keeps getting worse and worse every time. <laughs>
Yeah. And it's not helped with the internet either because like social media, now you can spread propaganda faster. And so it's just like, yeah, yeah. it'll like encircle the world before. And especially with like Photoshop too. Like, oh man, I I can't even, it's hard to even tell what's real. What's that's why I like, when it, whenever these there's these mm-hmm. world conflicts or whatever, I'm just like, all right, let's just chill for like six weeks, okay, to figure out what's <laughs> yeah. real, what isn't, <laughs> before we start <laughs> making decisions about where to send tanks and money, okay? How about that? <laughs> but no, people get emotional, so it's just like, oh god. And then you know, if you're this person, if you're the person trying to be rational with everybody, I'm like, guys, let's just chill for a second. Let's slow it down. And they're like, you don't care yeah. about them. It's like, come on, man. What are we doing? It, it makes no sense. <laughs> and it, really, a lot, of, a lot of this has to do with like, school, too. So I feel like the more popular you are in school and the more like socially active you are, the more likely you are to be blind to like, the real things in life when you get out of school. Just from personal uh, experience and from what I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Especially in like uh, schools with, like richer kids. And all that, you see a lot of ignorance. So, <laughs> yes. Because, man, <laughs> yeah, because you get that, like, uplifting from society. So you're used to, you know, wanting to do things for other people, gratify them, and that you don't really get to see life for what it really is. And you don't mm-hmm. really see real-world views, and especially with social media now. It, it, everything you just feeds into that. Yeah, I have, like, a love-hate relationship with social media. On the one hand, I know here, how useful man. it is. <laughs> Dude, it's it's useful for distribution for sure. People got to know your name, yes. that, what you're working yes. on, that your thing exists. Especially when you're doing music and stuff like yourself. Like right. people got to know that you're there. But at the same time, I know it's also a rigged game too. I'm trying my best to make the most of it, but I don't know. I'm working on other stuff on the side, knowing this could. And plus, considering some of the video, older videos I've made and the direction some of the videos I want to make. Man, I know one of these days I'm going to get either all my accounts banned or I'm going to get canceled. I know it. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. It's funny because the same platform that, you know, I hate for making it so so much of a box for so many people is the same platform that I kind of need to use to kind of get this information out there, you know, and also, you know, promote my music and all that. Yeah. And that's also why I like Elon yeah. Musk a lot because of what he did with Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Are you active on X? Man, a little bit more now. <laughs> At first, I was about, like, I thought the whole name thing was dumb. <laughs> but really seeing what it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I see some of the hate the guy gets, and I'm just, I don't understand it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like the guy's putting his money where his mouth is. And if he. <laughs> Ends up, and he has skin in the game. If it doesn't work out, then he's the only one who loses, right? So I can respect that. Just putting your your dice on the table and seeing where it goes. Whereas, like, all the people just criticizing him for no reason. I'm just like, I don't know. And, like, even now you get so much more, like, the reader's context thing. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure that's, Uh, say, thousands and hundreds of thousands of minds. Because people, sometimes, and honestly, you can't tell real from fake sometimes. Um, (laughs) yeah that's a really good point we need that everywhere honestly that'd be awesome that's why when i was was like man why is it this on instagram tiktok like (laughs) and it's funny because like with tiktok the only type warnings you'll get is that you've got to be banned or something community got lives bro yeah oh my god have you got caught up in those 
Man, I'm shadow banned on TikTok. I don't even have the app Dude. right now. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I do not what, have the What were you doing? What, what were you making? <laughs> what was the content? Bro, literally just normal content. I think it's because I said, I, I think it's because when I was doing a voiceover, okay, this mm-hmm. was one of the videos. I was doing the voiceover and I said, nigga, but the person was uh, Asian. So I think that's one of them. Yeah. And then, as you know, it wasn't even a voiceover. The person was Asian and it sounded like it was their language. So it sounded like they said nigga. So it was like just a play on it. So I oh, okay. made like a, a uh, what you call it? A, um, a stitch? Uh, stitch. I made a stitch. Yeah, yeah. Made a stitch to it. And then, you know, community guidelines. And then another post was literally me dancing to a song that got community guidelines. What? Another post was, bro, just the craziest stuff, bro. Like, it didn't make sense. And I, one time I appealed it, and then because I appealed it, I ended up not being able to use to uh, comment and, and go on live and all that for, I think it was a day mm. or three days, something, something like that. Wow. Yeah, sometimes weird with the band and stuff. And then all of a sudden, my views had just been stuck at the same level. I was like, yeah, I didn't shadow band. <laughs> I was sure at that moment. Dude, I have my own history yeah. with TikTok and the shadow banning. Like the the TikTok account right now with the following, that's the second account of table moments that I've had. The first one definitely got shadow banned because I use the N-word a lot in like the podcasting form. And this is when we were recording videos, conversation. Uh, and it would get automatically. The, the algorithm's obviously hearing the N-word and they're like, okay, ban. You can appeal it, especially if they see that you're black too. But... At that point, I realized, okay, maybe I just got to make a new account and try all over. And uh, yeah. and then I had, <laughs> you, do you remember like when Andrew Tate was like all over TikTok? Yes, bro. Earlier this year? Yeah. So I made yeah. some videos commenting on that stuff, right? And I don't know what it is. TikTok's hella sensitive whenever you mention Andrew Tate at the time earlier this year. I had an account warning for like six months because of that. Man, that's Dude. crazy. Dude, the reason why, like, bro, the reason why all these, like, the social media platforms, all that, the whole thing with Andrew Tate was because man was speaking facts. Like, he was like, <laughs> yeah. to wake up. <laughs> like, y'all yeah. looking at the same shit every day, sitting down, doing nothing. Like, do something with your life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Dude. boom, social media is like, we don't want that. <laughs> we need views. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's when I realized, oh, this this entire game's completely rigged. It's rigged. Of there's course, certain things you yeah, can't bro. say. There's certain things you can't. If you're willing to say the right things, yeah. you'll blow up. If you're willing to lie to people, you'll blow up. Like, tell yeah. them, spread negativity. Easy. But if uh, you want to enlighten people about conflicts that we should really care about, or you want to talk about waking up people from, or at least caring about their own lives, oh, no. Mm-hmm. We got to shut that shit oh. down. Yeah, hell no. Nah. That's too much money, man. <laughs> Dude, yes. Too much money. Yes. I even see it from like, because I got into the creativity beta where they actually pay you for views. And um, I noticed it's like, okay, here are the rules. If you do a video over a minute long and it's not a stitch or um, what in their other formats and it's like uh, high quality content, then you can actually get paid per view, whatever. And then when the money starts drying up, they switch it up. Oh, they throttle views. Oh, because it's going to cost them money. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, okay. So this is all just games. Yeah. This is cat and mouse here. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to try something. Figure out something independent of these platforms. Because this is not sustainable. Literally. Not sustainable. 
Nah. Like the realest, that ass the realest you got was YouTube. And yeah, I mean, you could tell because of how hard it was to even be able to blow up, you know? Mm-hmm. Back when stuff was actually real. So you got actual, like, you know, I, well, whichever, whichever category it was, whether it was gaming or news or whatever it was, you know, you blew up in that spot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people were making money and all that. Yeah, you were better money off that, but it was more real and authentic. But now, you know, you have to do certain things in order to be able to make that money because of what social media has been turning to today, which is all controlled by money in the government, of course. I'm betting despite all this, people have a strong craving for authenticity. So I'm experimenting. I'll see if uh, I can push past this rigged game and then uh, figure out some things, or at least something alternative outside of this stuff. But the audience is cool. Following is cool. But like... I'm not, there's certain, there's just certain things I'm not going to sacrifice for this. And, um, Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I see too many people get into this game, giving up themselves for this. And I'm just like, it's a bad trade. That's a fact, man. Yeah. I always say never trade your morals for money, bro. Yeah. Never trade. I don't, I don't want to take any more of your time. I, I really would like to talk about the whole uh, Christian thing. Maybe next time. Oh, yeah, man. I've been getting more and more into faith lately. So it would be cool to... Especially, I've also visited a bunch of churches. And uh, some of them seem very shady to me. And then some of them seem okay. And so, like, I, I'm, I'm wondering if you have any opinions on that. Um, that would be a cool conversation to have. Oh, for sure, man. But this is your chance. Plug anything you want. Let the people know what you got going on. Oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Y'all, I got I got features coming out uh, with my boy Young Tig. I also got um, features out right now with my boy Daniel Datrix. That's his name, B-A-T-R-I-X. He's out on all platforms. Uh, he has his flamethrower deluxe uh, EP came out and his flamethrower EP came out. I was say a month, a month or some change ago. That's hard to check that out. For me, I have some singles out. Um, that those features. I do have singles coming out very soon, so stay tuned for that. They will be coming out on all platforms. And uh, yeah, I do plan on starting my podcast soon. So. Okay. Man, I'm excited, bro. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've learned a lot doing this stuff. Um, and yeah, definitely. It'd be CD. Especially if you start talking about this, like African stuff, what's going on and get into, cause I think there's a craving to understand the world a little better, all the things that they're not showing us. So if you, I don't know if what you're thinking about, what your podcast would be about, but if it's sort of general or maybe even like enlightening people, I think, I think you have an opportunity there. Hey, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, Tom the Seven. I all, I all socials. That's my, that's my social. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I definitely, I do. I'm thinking. I think I've come up with the name. I'm not exactly sure yet, but okay. I will be having stuff planned out. So yeah, man. I, I would love to have you on there too. For sure. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>